We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why not? I don't know. <coughs> Just maybe like I was trying to be like intense, like in in thought sound. That's a good point. I feel like this is this this podcast is slowly turning into like something that's a, like serious thi- serious things being talked about with lighthearted tones. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's like real world shit, you know. And with that being said, that probably that that intro probably doesn't do that 100% justice because it sounds like we're going to come in here on like a Dr. Phil episode but Mm -hmm. with none of the satire. That's like sadder than Dr. Phil. That's what that reminds (laughs) me of. It's like a really depressing episode of Dr. Phil. Yeah, It's kind of like when you're watching Forensic Files and uh, they just bring some shit down out of nowhere that you're like you said that so nonchalantly. What what do you mean they they burnt, they committed arson with the whole family? Yeah. Like Mm. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta stop breathing on this fucking thing. It's hard to do. I know. You want to be right up on it? Oh, anyway, welcome back, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> We're back with uh, my nephew, Devlin, and again, close friend of mine. Today, he wants to share some uh, rather unique stories from growing up and unique experiences, so things are going to get a little little dicey in here today, <laughs> but it's going to be fine, and uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what kind of feedback we get, if if any. People, uh, it, it would be interesting. People enjoyed your stories, your first really, one. yeah. Okay, so I've, heard, I've I've only had good feedback thus far. I want I want to state that when I was saying uh, uh, the, when I when I was talking about the uh, people on the bigger side of the scale, uh, I did not mean to sound so uh, attacking towards them. Oh, <laughs> when you were uh, a, a, a what the fuck did you call it? Uh, I called them fat fucks. N- well, the oh, passenger assistants. Passenger assistants. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Fat fucks. Um, yeah, like he said, we do not discriminate. That was just uh, derogatory and maybe a little bit of alcohol. But uh, it was, it was, they <coughs> may not have been influenced by that. Whatever. It happens. <laughs> Everybody feels a certain type of way. And obviously, there was a powerful passion towards that job. That, that job sucked. I, I, once again, never do that job. <laughs> Person assistance. If you see that on the application, run. Uh, passenger. Passenger, passenger assist- assistance. Not person assistance. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, you, you did do that. Either way. Anyway. So, <clears throat> you wanted to share a little bit about certain situations and a little bit of discrimination. Yeah, okay. Here. I'll, I'm going to make this. I I also want. I'm going to add backstory to this, too, <clears throat> why I thought about this. Preface. 
pre- preface is good. Yeah. Um, but I do also want to emphasize on how it how it made you feel then and how it makes you feel now. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Because I find that more unique than I do the story, which is fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reflection of it nowadays is. The reflection means a lot more than just what happened. And and what we were just talking about, kind of? Yeah. So, yeah, that's important. Like, okay, so just as a, as a preface, or a prefix, I, um, over the last weekend, excuse me, I was, uh, <laughs> no, I was just hanging out with some people that were, like, older, and they kept making, like, Certain jokes, or it wasn't even like jokes. They were just saying certain things that were like uncomfortable for me to be around. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like, you know how I'm like the DJ whenever uh, people come over. I'm like, hey, what do you want to listen to? Do you want to listen to anything? Yeah. What do you want me to add on? You, the you're pretty good about it too. Yeah. So I was doing this. There was an old gentleman there, and I played like four or five songs <clears> for him. And I asked him, oh, "What don't you like about hip hop?" And he's like. Uh, it just it all sounds the same. I'm like, all right, well, can I show you something that you've definitely never heard of before? Mm-hmm. So I played Little Darky uh, Holocaust because that is the most aggressive thing you could ever play. A hundred percent. And if you wanted something that was gonna be as aggressive as possible, that's what I played. I was gonna say that. I bet you this doesn't sound like anything, bitch. Yeah, he told me it sounds like Weird Al Yankovic. So well, that's that's fucking weird. Yeah, he was he was just being extremely disrespectful about it. So sounds um, like it. Uh, my song got voted to to skip it. Hmm. So I put another one of my songs on cue. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was even worse than that one. Where was this? At my house. Or well, not my house, uh, my mom and dad's house. Was I there? No. This was the weekend after Super Bowl. Yes. So I was not there. Um, <clears throat> But uh, he got so angry that I played another song that was rap that he left. And uh, Good. that reminded me. The, like, cause I, I got, I got so pissed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got so heated of the fact that like, I just sat here and played like half an hour of your music and you can't listen to one fucking song from me because you just don't agree with anything that this brings with it in any sort of format. Like, right. Like it, it only had a principle. It had nothing to do with the fact that he did kind of like some of the lyrics. It was the fact that he just didn't appreciate that it was, a uh, not what he wanted. Hmm. And it, it, that makes me feel bad, like, all the time. Like, just the fact that, like... Because I'll, I'll listen to every other song, every other genre. I'll give everything a chance. I don't really care. But once you attack like that... Because music is very cultural. And the fact that, like, you just can't handle another person's culture like that... Mm-hmm. Then, like, why why do you... It, it, it's just rude and disrespectful in every in every way. Do I know this guy? No. Okay. Before no, I, you, don't, you don't know this Before guy. I open my mouth farther. No, um, it, it's like a 65-year-old biker dude. That type of shit, in my opinion, if you can't be diverse enough and respectful enough to at least shut the fuck up and deal with it for a minute when everybody yeah. else is doing it for you, yeah, <clears throat> then you may as well not even leave the fucking house. Stay your ass inside. Well, it's just like... Uh, it, it's, it's just because of the fact that, like, when you when you when you're asking someone to do something and then like you just don't want to return the favor because you just don't right. like like that's a slap in the face. Uh, yeah, like okay, so like for instance at work, um, hold on, that was the prefix. Let's let's not go work our way backwards. Let's 
that's what made me think of this whole topic. Preface, got was it. Was because I was extremely angry and I thought, I'm not going to flip out right now. I'm just going to like calm down, kind of get like my thoughts straight. Mm-hmm. And then you get, you have this platform to which I can just vent out. Mm-hmm. So I decided that's what I was going to do. That works. Um, So like, I, I think the easiest way for me to think about all of it is like, from the beginning, like growing up, like from my earliest memories, um, like I, I do just remember like um, people staring at my mom differently, like when we were going to the mall or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even from like when I was earlier, from when I was like super young, always seeing like security everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about it. I always just thought that there was always security everywhere. Security was just meant to follow you and watch you. And, uh, I never, I never like put two and two together. And I also went to a lot of like more Latin based schools. And so like, I had a lot of teachers telling me like, oh, I'm a, um, I'm I'm one of the hard workers or I'm one of the, or like, um, are, are you a fighter or, or do you like to play sports or like stuff like that? Like just always like little questions trying to figure out if I'm like a bad kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was always a hardworking kid, but that's just because I was told to be a hardworking kid by my parents. Not because I, uh, I don't know. I saw my dad working hard all the time. So I just assumed you work hard all the time. Right. That's what we do. Yeah. I'm a hard worker. I get shit done. Um, while all of that was going on, I never thought about it any sort of way. I always just thought I was better than everyone else around me because, oh, I actually turned my my stuff in on time, mm-hmm. unlike them over there. And then like doing all that, I didn't realize that, and un- I didn't realize that until seventh grade, when I started noticing that like teachers definitely like would put me away from certain kids. And, like, I would sit around a lot. So, they would try to integrate as much as they can. Mm-hmm. But, like, I did notice that, like, a lot of white kids would stay, like, closer towards the teacher. Like, their seats were closer towards the teacher or... Interesting. They were, like, closer to the... Like, a lot of, a lot of like, minorities were, like, somewhere, like, away from that. Mm-hmm. It was always, like, one of, like, the random white bad kid that was, like, in the mix of all of them. <laughs> but it was, like, dominantly, like, they're all over there. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I I naturally was trying to be friends with all the white kids because they seemed to have a better time. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of my friends growing up were just white. I had a couple of black friends. I had a couple of Mexican friends. But overall, like, yeah, I think, like, 80% of my friend base growing up was uh, white mm-hmm. because they were just always like they seemed to always be able to get away with more and I wasn't a bad kid but I also didn't like getting in trouble so I would just stay with them that's fucking bizarre man I I never would have guessed that especially at that age or in that setting there would be anything noticeable I'm so blind to this shit it's ridiculous well I mean to be fair I was <clears throat> blind to it until like a few years ago like, I didn't realize. Damn. That was a heavy, heavy <laughs> cum set. Sorry. I didn't realize until I was, like, 22, 23. Go ahead. <laughs> and, uh... Sorry, I'm burping a lot right now. We're both dying. We're struggling right now. 
<laughs> the I, sound, uh, the sounds and the movements. I know it's terrible. Um, no, I um, I think the first time I realized it was when I was in seventh grade, and um, in my in my middle school, I wasn't allowed to have I was only allowed to have binders. At the beginning of the year, it was uh, closed binders were allowed, like binders with zippers. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, it was only uh, open binders. Because a kid got stabbed in the in the locker room or some shit. Oh, so you can't hide shit in there? Yeah. Yeah, that makes somewhat sense. Sometime in the middle of that year, a uh, we had a we had a cop come into the class and <clears throat> this cop was telling us like how to act towards a cop. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially like put your hands out the windows, take your when you start driving, take your keys and put them on the dash. All the stuff that you know, so we don't get shot or, or uh, mazed, tased, whatever. Yeah, I'd prefer not to. And uh, I thought it was kind of weird that they were telling us how to act for the cop. Not, to, I'm not saying that cops aren't professional, but this cop was not being professional in the way he was telling us how to do all this. This one particular cop. Yeah, this one particular cop. And this cop, uh, he kind of got done talking about like. The times in which steps were taken that were unnecessary because the person didn't react accordingly to the cops. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, like, why... I was in seventh grade. I didn't know any better. I was just confused why I needed to be... I needed to be calm and collected if I had a cop pointing a gun at me. (laughs) And... It's like, I don't get this situation. Yeah, I just... I didn't understand. Uh So... I asked him, like, why do I need to be calm and collected? Because if a gun's pointed at me, I'm not sure I can be calm and collected. Mm-hmm. It's in human nature and, to panic. Yeah. And he uh, he just told me because um, in my in, in my experience, I'm not calm and collected. And I'm like, well, that's scary. <laughs> and <laughs> That is terrifying, sir. <laughs> he, uh, he told me... I don't remember, like, the full conversation that took place i just remember that i was like telling him that maybe you shouldn't be a cop and this and that mm. and he told and he ended up telling me like and this is when i shut the fuck up because i was just was like i fine mm-hmm. um now i'm scared <laughs> but he told me i treat mexicans the same way i treat dogs i'm really nice with dogs until they give me a reason to not be and that's when that's aggressive to say to that, a seventh grader it's extremely aggressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just shut the fuck up because... Yeah, what do you say at that point? Yeah. Well, the teacher said, okay, we're going to move on from this conversation. Mm. And uh, the cop was like, oh, I think we're done here. Yeah. And then I the th- cop just left. I think we're done here too, sir. Fuck, man. That's and, extremely uh, abrasive and a bold statement. Yeah, that kind of... um, <clears throat> That, that kind of set the pace for me uh, for a while when it came to like... Is that is that when you were first really open to the idea that this is actually happening? It opened my eyes that there is a certain amount of like... Because I didn't believe that racism existed. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that prejudice was a real thing. Right. And when he said that, I was like, oh, maybe there is something to this. Like, maybe, maybe I do just have to be nicer. Hmm. And it also, like, it, it also reminded me that, like, why I chose to be with my with whiter friends because of the fact that like oh they don't get in trouble as much because mm-hmm. I I can I see them doing one thing 
And then I see any minority doing the same thing, and the minority gets in trouble for it. But the white, but the white, my white friends never did. Mm-hmm. So I would just hang out with them all the time because it was just easier to be a kid and not worry about anything. That's such a shitty thing to have to realize, especially <laughs> growing up. Well, I didn't realize what it was until seventh grade, and then that's when that cop told me that. Because that, that's a pretty like hardlining moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going like, to stick with you. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously and, it did. <laughs> But from there, it's like it's always like little things again. Like once again, like oh, you're a hardworking one, or like stuff like that. Just most of my life has been like that. And like if I ever feel if I'm ever like not don't want to do something, it's like like oh, why you got to be such a lazy Mexican? And like I'll hear stuff like that. Which by the way, I didn't even know I was fucking Mexican for a long time. Right. Yeah. You, like <laughs> that would that would not have been an average conversation in our family for them to openly and admittedly split us up that way. No. Well, in our family, like. I was always just told I'm another kid. Mm-hmm. And that that was really nice. Like, even now, like, we... N- no one in our family really sees that. Like, whenever we're hanging out, like... Yeah, we make the typical jokes, but we all understand that they're jokes. Mm-hmm. And they're behind closed doors, and we're, like, all just enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we just attack each other on a more personal level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have the power to make us cr- to make each other cry laugh. Yeah, yes. No, not mm-hmm. laughing. Just crying. <laughs> But yeah, like it's true. That that hardlining moment was a fucking. We definitely don't acknowledge color. So for you to have to to see that like firsthand and really have an eye opening moment as a seventh grader, I think that's kind of fucked up. Well, it definitely started making me look differently at the things around me. Sure. Well, why and, wouldn't? It? Well, I also realized I had to work harder just to get to the same spot everybody else was at. Like okay, so after seventh grade. The school I went to was a failing school, and I scored in the top 1% of uh, AIMS testing. Boom. If I could drop the mic, I would. So thanks to George Bush and the No Child Left Behind Act, I got to go to a, uh, a, a richer school. So that's when I started going to school with like all my cousins, like Rainer, Angel, Santana, and all of them. Ryan, all of them. And uh, that school was dominantly uh, a, a more uh, Caucasian-oriented school. <laughs> like... First off, when I went there, I, they don't lock the fucking gates. That's that's a little strange. It was an open campus. Hmm. I was allowed to have a backpack. Not allowed these days. I didn't have a backpack for like fucking four years. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. I forgot about those. <laughs> like, and I'm seeing like, like, okay, so everyone at that school oops, was wearing American Eagle, Aeropostale. Is, all that those, like, is that how you say it? American Eagle, Aeropostale? No. Is that one, yeah? Yeah, okay. I think so. I, maybe. I can never pronounce it. I mean, I've I've heard people say it in some crazy ways. Moving forward, but, sorry about that. Like, Aeropostale, all of those, like, more higher brands. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to school wearing, like, G-Unit and South Pole, and, like, <laughs> I had, like, red and black Hurricane Chris's on. I, yeah, I, dude. I was wearing, like, I, I, I've been wearing flannels my whole life. Like, I just, this is, like, that's what I knew and what I've always seen. Mm-hmm. Like, and... That was a cult. I didn't realize that was a culture shock until I went there. And I also realized I was only like, there's maybe like 25% of the school was Mexican or black or or Asian or anything like that. And I was like, this is weird. Like, no one listened to rap. That was a really weird thing for me. I can't stand like, it's, fuck. I can't, I can't get into that. <laughs> the things that I want to say, I can't say on here. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Move on. This is also before, like, everything got integrated. Like, this is still, like, 
when I think stickdeath.com was still on. Oh my god, way to take me back. Yeah, like this is this is like early. Like I think a like dial up was still being used by certain people. Dial up. Oh, like speaking of culture shock, <laughs> dial up. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty. That was a massive culture shock because everybody would like. That's what I started look no, noticing stairs. Yeah. And like, uh, it didn't help either because I was on um. I was on um, not food stamps, but like free lunch programs. Oh yeah, I was. I grew and up on those, you know. Yeah, and that was also really confusing because this this school has money. Like, parents donate to the school to make the school an objectively better looking school. Right. And I I, I straight up just like it was it was weird to me because I just I've I've never actually seen that kind of thing, and that it threw me off because. I mean, I was a Mexican that played the trumpet, mm-hmm. and I was pretty good at it. You were fucking pretty good at and it. So <laughs> oh, sickdeath.com doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I know. You have to go on YouTube and look up at the Coffee Nova. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. But um, who remembers sickdeath.com? <laughs> but they... um. Uh, I remember this one guy. His name was Tristan. He actually, like, the first day, I was completely scared, and... He heard that I was in band, and he's like, "Hey, if you're playing trumpet, like, how good are you?" I'm like, "Pretty good." He's like, "Can you play high? Can you play a uh, high C?" I was like, "Yeah, I can play high C." He's like, "Well, you're better than anybody else here, so come on." <laughs> and he would just like show me around, and like we'd we'd have a bunch of fun and everything. It was it was, it was a blast. He was a great guy, and uh, in fact, I he, I hope he's doing good now. I haven't talked to him since we graduated, or since college. But shout, shout out to Tristan. He uh. He would like show me around and everything and I was just really quiet because I didn't trust anybody. I, I like people looked at me a lot. This is also around the time I met Stetson. This school's where I met Stetson. Mm-hmm. He told I told him how like amazing and like how rich this school was and how I'm I feel so out of place. He's like I feel out of place too because this school's way worse than the school I went to. Well, was this a high school? This was a middle school. Mm. This was eighth grade middle school. You went there for one year? So Okay. And that one year, I eventually was be able to be integrated, but there were still, like, those weird, like, comments every now and then. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is also back when... Back when it was, like, fucking maybe 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody would, like... Th- those comments were still acceptable. Yeah, things weren't quite as censored. Yeah. So, like, here in, like... I remember one time in wrestling, I was I was starting to lose, and I heard someone yell out, "Hell yeah, I beat that brown boy!" Mm, and seriously, uh, oh, I, I I beat the kid. I oh yeah, that, I that would gave feel my enough, shit yeah. too. I think I think the reason why I was uh, as good as I was in wrestling was because there was a lot of channeled anger that I went through, and I don't think I processed any of the anger that I had until later on. Now I have to ask: Is this why you wanted to fight me in the goddamn pool every time I came over? <laughs> no, I think I was just an aggressive child. <laughs> That's I, fine. <laughs> I used to get aggressively attacked in the pool. I mean, to be fair, you almost drowned me once. That's fair. Totally <laughs> fair. Yeah. I stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out beating your kids does work. That's a joke. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I threw you around like a fucking rag doll in there. I always came back, too. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. I don't know, but it was impressive, to be completely honest with you. Anyway, moving forward. To be fair, my back is broken now, so I don't know Sorry. if I could ever fucking do that again. Yeah, let's not do it. 
Two grown ass men beating each other in the pool. Every time my knee hurts because of like the moisture or anything, uh, Dustin asked me if I have strip knee. <laughs> it's because of me, man. I, I get it every time I go to fucking Vegas. Dude, it's so bad. I yeah. get it, though. Like, if I'm walking around a lot, like, thanks thanks to my watch, I noticed that between, like, 10 and 12,000 steps, my knee starts hurting. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel the fucking tendon deciding to, like, kind of, like, decide whether or not it wants to stay there. My biggest fear, I had, so, at work, I had these two really big guys behind me. And, like, like when I say big, like, I'm, uh, they need a special scale. You can't. And uh, um, my knee was hurting really bad, and I turned to, like, I opened the door for them, and I turned, and when I turned, I felt my knee kind of, like, Mm-mm. begin to, like, stretch more than it should. Mm-hmm. And when I when I felt that, I was like, please don't let it snap for me doing this in, <laughs> front, of these, in front of these two guys. Today's like, not the day. I don't. I'm like, um, fuck, I was going to ask you something. Can you, you can't take pictures in there, can you? No, I want to take pictures of what I do, but I can't. I would love to see your workspace. I, I'm, I try and picture it in my head, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm looking at. So when I first started working there, it looked like PVC pipes, like held all of our stuff up. It turns out that we just use like metal brackets and metal uh, tubes. How big is your workspace? Uh, I would say like five feet in width and three feet in length. About probably this desk. A little, a little less wide than this desk, but yeah. Hmm. I sit on like one side, so I sit on the right side. I got tools up like right there, and then a bunch of like miscellaneous stuff that I need there, and then like a free spot right here that has like all my tools on the bottom. Hmm. Interesting. It's a, uh, it's pretty neato. I didn't have to buy any tools, so that makes my job a lot nicer. Yeah, that helps. Anyway, we got off track. My bad. No, oh. it's not. It's my fault. <laughs> I'm fucking ADD today. That's fair. I, I feel kind of ADD too, but it was the sushi. I right. I just ate some sushi. I just ate some. Oh no. Um. <laughs> no, they um. So uh, also shout out to oh yeah, that place is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Also, they have a lot of business, so don't go there unless you actually want it. I like that place. <laughs> don't ruin it. Don't fucking ruin it for me. I don't need it. I don't want to have to have a reservation when I go there. Seriously, it pisses me off. We, no. went, we went to Yen Sushi last night, and we didn't have a reservation, so we had to wait for half an hour. I sound... This is fucking first world problems. I'm gonna, some people can't even get food. I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up now. I'm going to call myself out. But yeah, no. Um, so, like, I didn't... I didn't notice it that bad, because everybody was being really calm about, like, just saying, like... Which one of them are you and stuff like that. Just a little, like... I, I wouldn't even call it, like, anything racial. I think it was just more just, like, a, a certain type of prejudice that people just didn't know they had. Mm-hmm. And, which is fine. If you're not used to something, I can see how it is. Um, but we live in Phoenix, so it's even more weird. But, anyways. Um, in ninth grade, when I went to high school... That's kind of the moment where you, like, see it more. Because people seem to be more uh, cocky about things. When you get to high school? Yeah. Yeah, when you get to high school, everything changes. Like, everything changes. No, when I when I, when I I was online... Well, first off, everybody knows how online was back in 2010. It was, uh... 
It, it was the wild west of mm. uh, freedom of speech and expression. <laughs> AOL Messenger? Yeah. Yep. But, like, there's a couple of times at school where, like, a fight would break out. And, like, that's all you heard was just, like, it sounded like a Call of Duty chat. And it was <laughs> fucking wild. Call of Duty chat. But I had this coach. Good coach. Whatever. The, the guy was... He knew how to win a fucking championship. Mm-hmm. He, he he made sure he did it consecutively. Um, it, it was weird because he he was completely okay saying whatever he wanted to say. Saying whatever he wanted to say? Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, the amount of times he told me I was a hard-working Mexican, which... That's a little dicey for a freshman. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little questionable. <laughs> Well, it's like, um, like I remember, so like, I think the best way I can explain it is, well, first off, the amount of times I got told to go back to my country in high school has definitely exceeded any time that I've uh, ever heard it anywhere else. Boy, as an adult, don't you just want to run with that one? Oh, I do. I Well, you dumb shit, I'm from down the street, so... Well, I just let them know that Mexico used to own this land. <laughs> just because you change the borders doesn't mean I have to change with them. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but none of that was really, like, terrible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just because at that time it was just like, I don't know. Like, I did notice that, like, whenever one of my white friends got in trouble for being lazy, they'd be a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> but whenever I got in trouble, I was just a lazy Mexican. Like, it was just such brushed a, off, like, well, that, you're just one of those guys then. That's such a strange yeah, connection. It's it's a weird dismissal of, like... It really is. That, that's what it felt like. When I worked hard, it was just because <clears throat> you were expected to work harder. And when I, was, when I just didn't want to do something, it was just because I was lazy and that runs in my culture. That's a pretty amazing... Very inaccurate connection. Well, yeah, because they're complete. High, they're the exact opposites of each H- other. Historically, well, they're yeah. known for working. Yeah, they're known for doing the jobs yeah. that uh, that uh, the white folk don't want to fucking do. Well, yeah, you wake you wake up early. The white you, folk. The white folk. Sorry, I don't know what the fuck just happened. I'm <laughs> it's it's Saturday, guys. I'm sorry. I'm clocked out. <laughs> I didn't show up today. <laughs> I should have called in, dude. Um. Yeah, that's super bizarre that anybody would... That's ju- that's just primarily trying to be disrespectful. Well, I don't even know if it was being disrespectful or if it was, like, just the way people thought. Like, because like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I am fucking lazy. It feels good. Sometimes we're all fucking lazy, Devlin. Yeah. There's, not a, there's no way that you're going to be able to connect this... To a, a part of your race. No, it's it's completely impossible. Also, like, the fact that I didn't grow up with race in mind. I just grew up with... Right. I mean, I guess... I guess we did kind of grow up with a lot of Mexican cultural traits, like... Between, like, the way we eat food, the... Which I'm not saying just we eat Mexican food. But I'm just saying, like, the way we decide to cook food. The way we... Like, the amount of... The types of spices that we put into our food. The, um... <clears throat> up until I was four... Yeah. Remember that the whole family was from Cali. Yeah. So, and which is the culture. Yeah, exactly. So. And, like, we grew up with family all around us. Mm-hmm. We grew up with, like, all of the 
positive aspects in which a culture would bring somebody. We did. Um, but like it, we, we have aspects of every culture because we're just American. We just, whatever is the best possible thing for us, we end up clasping onto that. Family is one of those. Family is definitely one of them. And that's another thing too is because in my freshman year, I went to school with Raina, Roseanne, Joel, Santana, Ryan, James, Jasmine. Uh, there's like seven or eight of us total. And for the for the listeners, those are um, those are other cousins, uh, cousins of his and nieces and nephews of mine. Um, Sorry, I got something in my throat. They all they all grew up in very close age range. I'm a, I'm a. You're kind of an outlier. I'm about six years out, six or seven years, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. What are you? Twenty nine. I'm 26. Fucking Christ. I can't keep up with the numbers. <laughs> Santana's 20. Okay. Well, that, w- that number would be eight for all the listeners. I am also, I can't say the R word, so I'm a little slow. <laughs> Spectrally challenged. Oof. Oh, that was worse than the R word. I, I can keep coming up with them. We're not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's a, it's a joke. Um, so, anyway, I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I, I um, no, they, um, so a lot of the times I heard like, God, I guess Mexicans do have a big family. Like just always just little the stuff t- like the that. The typical fucking jokes. Yeah. Just yeah. the typical things that, that I've heard most of my life that are just getting like more aggressive. And like, I've had teachers say, um, I've had, um, once again, my high school is a lot more, uh, diverse. So that was cool. But now I was dealing with like. The fact that there's like no middle, uh, middle class people there. Mm-hmm. Now it's just lower class and higher class. There's definitely a pretty firm. Uh, what's the word? Like a pretty pretty firm line. Yeah. Between really good and really bad. Well, it's like there's people that would show up with like completely maintenance uh, MX8s. Or RX-8s and mm-hmm. uh, Ferraris. And there's a, Lamborg- a couple of kids that would drive a Lamborghini on the weekends. So, oh my People with God. kids with M3s, kids with uh, the big-ass Land Rovers. They're kids with, like, whatever their dream car was. And then, like, I had a 97 Ranger. Stetson had a yellow fucking VW Bug because it was his mom's and that's what he could drive. My man. I know. <laughs> Poor Stetson. He drove me around for the longest time. He, got, he, he finally upgraded to an Armada. And, I remember uh, the Armada. The Armada was fun. The Armada, we felt like we were pimping. Didn't the thing have like 20s on it or something? It had like 22s on it. Yeah, dude. With super low pros. Deuce, deuce. Fucking nine miles per gallon. <laughs> My favy. And they, uh, but like a lot of the, a lot of the, but like that's what I, what I saw. Like I would see 2012 Mustangs that kids drove because that was their 16th birthday gift. Uh, parking next to like seniors that were driving a uh, like a, a 97 Fox body that was just dying. <laughs> and this was also back when Fox bodies weren't that cool. Yeah. So like. And now they're rare. Yeah. And they also cost like $40,000 to fucking buy one that's broken. <laughs> that but, sounded like, personal. It's very personal. I want one. <laughs> even, even the guy with a fucking Fox body. I still wanted his car back in the day. Mm-hmm. But. um, So like the. Not only was that a thing, also it created it created a weird a weird status divide. Yeah, and uh, it didn't make it any better that a lot of the lower income kids were 
in uh, regular classes or remedial classes. And a lot of the remedial classes are just people that can't speak English, mm. which is also was also kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the kids that were in the AP classes and all that, honors classes, were, uh, were all the richer kids. Do you think that was a factor? I think there's a large factor in... Like, give, be, giving your child the opportunity to go to daycare and uh, giving them, like, essentially, like, an early start to education definitely factors into the fact that... Because daycare is expensive. Mm-hmm. And... It sure is. When you're, when you're able to give your kid better supplies, better opportunities, you're they're going to be better off in the long run. Hmm. And unless the kid just doesn't want to do it... Mm-hmm. Then, then they just they're in the regular classes. Interesting. I can see where that would help in some cases. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. The way we we learn in school, it's just increments. So it's just how fast can you master one increment to get to the next increment? Another useless increment. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I get paid a lot, so it's not the worst increment. But you're probably one of the only people that's actually benefited from some of the math courses. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But either way, like the uh, honestly, I think the best thing that math does is just help you figure out like the next logical problem. So I, a lot of things that I do going through like life is like it's kind of like order of operations in math. I just like okay, well that step didn't work, so let's try this process instead, or like. All right, so I did this. What's my next thing I got to I got to do this now. So you're talking about problem solving. Yeah, just problem solving. Uh, at its Ma- core. Math has essentially taught me problem solving in day-to-day life. Hmm. But I, I have a hard time relating school to real life. I've made an effort because um, I didn't want to feel like I wasted time in my life. And so... Uh, oh, such a wasted <laughs> fucking four years for me. Either way, um, if you're able... Like, if you have more money, you can give your kid... You can get your kid to start learning the increments a lot earlier on. I definitely won't disagree with that. Um, not necessarily earlier on, but you're not wrong. You do have that that option available to you. Yeah. And then also, too, um, if the effort is needed, mm-hmm. you can pay for uh, tutors. You can pay for uh, teaching instructors. You can you can really dial in on how your child learns the best. Yeah, so and like, what he's going to learn or what he or she's going gonna gonna learn. Yeah, so like if a kid has a problem with like a certain type of English, mm-hmm. like like I just don't understand how this po- how limericks are supposed to work. Well, you can just have a tutor teach him how to do limericks on the side, and mm-hmm. then everything else just seems to make a little bit more sense because of learning that one spe- specific thing. I could see that, but that's the thing: tutors are expensive, and you can go to school and get tutoring. But that's only for like an hour, and it's only on certain things. It's not for like a specified thing. If you if you have the ability to give your kid essentially whatever they need to in order to work, as long as they're going to work for it, the kid has unlimited possibilities. This admittedly is not something I'm very knowledgeable in. It's, so, it's it's something I was. So I I did have a problem in a couple of courses, and I thank God YouTube existed. I just went on YouTube and <laughs> I watched like Khan Academy. I watched Khan Academy nonstop. What's that? Khan Academy is, um, so like when I was doing physics, you um, took physics, I took three years of physics. Okay. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) And before we get into the rest of this conversation, I'm going to go grab another, another beverage. Cause it's cool. Cause I gotta, I gotta go potty. You took fucking physics. 
Are you yeah. shitting me right Three now? Three years of physics. God damn it, mom. Oh yeah, no. When I what when, the fuck? when people tell me about flat Earth, it pisses me off on a, like an existential level. Oh god. Okay. And you know what their excuse is? I've been indoctrinated into the educational system, and that's why I don't understand. Dear Lord, you're deeper in this than I ever realized. Okay, he's educated. BRB. We're back. That's my fault. I got a new beverage. I got some anger out. Uh, we're not talking about physics no more because he's an asshole. So essentially just like... Just going to slide that one right in there? So essentially just like uh, most of my... Most of my high school is essentially like just in that format. Like just subtle things every now and then. I'm pretty sure I had a teacher that didn't want to teach me. Hmm. Um, this was like in senior year. I I was... I j- so, in band, no one gave a shit because in band, you're you're a dot and you just need to get to your dot. And if you can get to your dot, then that's all that anyone cares about. It's weird when you when you separate like art, that kind of blurs over everything else. Well, like art and sports, I I enjoyed <coughs> the entire time because no one cared. Right, and that's what I'm saying is, if you, w- when if you did your job, you were that's it. Exactly. When you integrate in that form. Nobody gives a flying fuck. Yeah, and it was absolutely amazing. But. So, like. Because I was in band, too. and Yeah. Diverse. Diverse. Yeah, so, like, I, let's see. In high school, I did band, cross country, track, and wrestling. And I, those those were the times where I felt completely good. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I never, I never, like, got in. There, there's never any like negative comments on there. My in wrestling, my my coach kind of would get a little racy, but <laughs> fucking like old white guy. It, there's always that that old white guy at every school that yeah, like says some questionable shit. It wasn't questionable. He would he would say the n word sometimes. Um, All right, but senior year, uh, it, everything everything kind of seemed to like level out a little bit because in 2014, I think everybody started being like more sensitive to the fact that like that's so crazy i keep forgetting that you were <laughs> that far behind well not behind but that far yeah we're that far separated from each other in terms of school 2006 yeah so things were a lot different yeah because in 2006 i think i was in sixth or seventh grade mm-hmm. when like low black low rider came and out and <laughs> we barely had cell phones yeah, I had a cell phone in third grade. Oh. No, that's a lie. <laughs> I had a cell phone in seventh grade. So. Sixth or seventh. Well, that's only because sixth of, grade. That's only because of your mom. Well, I had a cell phone in sixth grade because I was 12 years old, and um, I was walking home by myself, so they needed a way for me to to contact me. I had to meet you some of those days. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I used to go walk with you. That's because I was a little shit. I don't know why the fuck they'd make me walk that far. I was a fat child. <laughs> Probably because you were a fat child. Like, go me. go meet Devlin. I'm like, that is so far. Well, to be it's fair. Literally half a mile down I, the it, road. It was, yeah, it was like 10 streets down. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, <laughs> dude. It was a 20-minute walk, but it felt, like it, it felt like such a long walk. It was such a long walk. Okay, <laughs> now, that we've, now that we've sulked on that for a minute. But yeah, like senior year wasn't that bad. It, it died down a lot from freshman year to senior year because I think... Uh, the school itself took a lot of uh, a lot of steps to to stop a lot of that. In, in twenty fourteen, man, things were things were really. I think it was like twenty twelve when things really like took a took a big turn to like for, 
Yeah, where inclusion and equality was actually becoming an actual like thought process Thank in everyone's you. minds. Yeah. And it like, I, I saw it. It like it's time to start highlighting. My junior and senior year were a lot more pleasant than my freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then um but with that being said, like no, no, not even with that being said. That was just that was an amazing time. Now when I started driving, that's when everything got fucking terrible. That's what that's what the original thing was that I wanted to bring up. Uh S B ten seventy. SB 1070 is the law that state that stated. Uh, oh, I remember that. If you, if you look, look a like certain a, way, if you look like a foreigner, you can be stopped for any reason. And uh, which I get pulled over for like my tail lights out or you didn't turn completely into your lane when you made that right hand turn. Or uh, are you in this neighborhood? Yeah. Or do you live in this neighborhood? No. Well, then why did you turn into this neighborhood? Because I saw a flash of lights. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. Um, <laughs> but there's a point. So during SB 1070, I would get pulled over at least once a month. Mm. And a lot of the times I Because I was driving a Ford Ranger with no fucking AC in it. So my windows were down. I had long hair and a goatee. I was fucking feeling it. Mm-hmm. Listen to music kind of loud. I My favorite thing to do. This, this is part of my problem. My favorite thing to do is what I used to go to old like Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Like Scottsdale Fashion Center and all that, and I would just blast music, and I would like to scare the white folk. You said and it too, the white folk. <laughs> so Great. okay, wait, there's a, there's a difference here. So not between the way you and I said it. There, I, I mean, there's a difference between like everyone else and then the white folk. Like, I don't know how to say that without contradicting everything I've already said. Right. But there's a certain amount of like. Uh, let's not go into that one. Are you referring? Let's. I can, I can venture off correctly if you're talking about the specific type of people that are in Scottsdale. Yeah, like the. Um, so there seems to be this people that think that when you hear a police helicopter, the world's about to end. Those people blow my mind, and those people come in all sh- shape, size, and color. My girlfriend works in Scottsdale, and she hates. Working with them. There are people, and this this blows me away, that are so oblivious to, like, real life. These are the people you're talking about. They're so oblivious to anything that's outside of their little fucking bubble. Mm-hmm. And we should probably not get into that conversation either, because... That's another conversation altogether. Yeah. That, that's just a rant. That is just a rant. And, and that rant can easily last another this hour. This episode might be the beginning of the death of me. Uh, maybe not. I'm talking about a very dicey subject, and I'm trying to be as like well, we've continuously dabbled in dicey. So, well, I'm, and I'm I'm trying my hardest to like for anybody that would still be listening at this point if you haven't already shut it off. Um, just so we're we're clear and open. <clears throat> Neither of us are are uh, are racist, sexist, or or anything else that you would consider no uh, truly offensive fuck you dude do you that whatever makes you happy and whatever you want to do do it just don't make other people feel bad for wanting them wanting to do what they do your 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 experience though um just because you look brown Mm -hmm. blows my fucking mind oh no these are all little things once sp 1070 happened like outside of high school is the first time i got called the n-word that's something i learned that's a little backwards yeah that's something I learned is if you're not if you're not white, you just get called the N word. You're just an N word. Sweet. This is news to me. Yeah, it and was I'm news white. to me too. I was 18 years old. I was like, did you just what? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. <laughs> like, it it was fucking. I I have been called. 
that's the weird thing too. Outside of high school, something weird happened in twenty in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen where it just got. Uh, I I know what it was. <laughs> Never mind. I figured it I, out. Yeah. No, I know exactly. Um, it's also around the time where actually, once I turned twenty one, I started carrying a gun because it was during that time where like going to Walmart was getting kind of dicey because people would just be completely like openly racist. There was definitely a point in time where people got a little fucking crazy for any reason. I don't I don't want to say the reasoning because you, you, there's a lot of blue collar people that listen to this and mm-hmm. uh they wouldn't really appreciate the reason. Uh this this topic uh no. The uh the demographic in which we are speaking of I think is unique to Arizona. And I only say that because of our uh we I I feel I feel like I feel like I'm pretty accurate when I say that we have, in this state, probably more freedoms than just about any other state. Oh, no. we um, Our gun laws are more lax in Texas and Florida. I'm talking about a lot of things, not just gun laws. But, no, I, but that's a good indication of like... But gun laws are... You can have a gun in your pocket. You mm-hmm. don't need a concealed carry. No. When you're driving around, you just need it not <clears throat> on your physical persons. Not even true. Not as, even true. As long as you can't easily access it. Uh-uh. That's also not true. When I got my DUI... My gun, along with three other mags, were in my cup holder. Hold up, because I want you to know right now that over a suspicion of a stolen vehicle, I've been pulled over and handcuffed to the side of the road and got my car searched. And then they let me go. This was after I got pulled over three times in one week. The first time was over a suspicion of a DUI in which I had to take a breathalyzer test, and the cop was like, I know you're not drinking, but you didn't have your lights on, so I pulled you over. Um... (laughs) The second time, at was, least he was honest. The second time was because um, it was suspicion of a DUI in the middle of the daytime, because Sweet. I didn't have my blinker on long enough to switch lanes. Oh, the two hundred feet. Yeah, I, I waited like fifty feet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no one fucking around. I just turned it on, looked, and went. Right. And uh, the third time they pulled me over because why'd you turn to this neighborhood? And I'm like, I've been pulled over twice this week. I want to go home, and I'm tired. Can you just? Can you just be a decent dude for a minute? Yeah, so I got I got handcuffed on the side of the road for 45 minutes, and uh, my car got searched. That was a fun time. Sweet. Um, I got... I've been handcuffed a few times. I've had... The first time I got pulled over by a cop, I was going 85. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like going down a hill. It was going on an off-ramp. I actually remember exactly where it was. I was turning... Off of the 101, uh, I was on the 101 off-ramp towards uh, uh, the 51 South. Mm -hmm. I just had to get off on Union Hills. So I was just kind of going down through. Cop pulls me over in an undercover brown crown Vic. And then on his way up, pulls a gun on me. I've had more cops pull guns on me than humans. And uh, (laughs) Than humans. Sorry, that was a terrible way. They're fucking robots. They're robots. Yeah. The citizens. And oh, uh, the cop pulled a gun on me, and then that's when he started calling me a bunch of derogatory slurs. And then you know, he called me the R word and the B word and mm-hmm. the S word and all the fun little dime words that you can add in an essay. That uh... And then he let me go. Good guy. He told me I could, he could blow my brains out right now and no one would miss me. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. I almost pissed myself. This was the scariest, one of the scariest moments of my life. He said that to you? Yeah, the first time I ever get pulled over by a cop. I'm 18 years old. 
I'm just trying to get to school. Right. Jesus Christ, man. <clears throat> That's heavy. I was running late from another job. And I was just trying to get there. Right. That's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Um. That was my first experience with a cop ever. That was when I was 18 years old. Hmm. Damn, man. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm surprised that, like... This isn't a challenge for anybody listening, but I'm surprised that I have never heard anything creative in terms of be, like a racial comment. Can you elaborate? Because well, I'm curious. You know all the jokes that people have. Right. That's all I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anything creative. Oh, no. It's I've been called a Chiba head before, but that was out of like a term of endearment for my, for my friend's dad. Chiba head? Yeah. That's like another word for pothead? Yeah. Okay. It's just because I had long hair and a goatee. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't think that's relevant, but okay. <coughs> I mean, it can be, I suppose, if you want to lean that far. Um, He told me I look like a mixture of Tommy Chong and, Marin, and Cheech Marin. I thought that was funny, too, though. I've been told that by a lot of other people. Do you still have any, any issues? or? Every now and then I see. I had an issue last week. That's what made me think of all of this. Hmm. Just... I don't have anyone calling me the N-word anymore. Is that, when you That's hit, kinda, is, is that when you hit me up? Yeah, because I was so angry that I just I wanted to go off, and I was like, I'm just going to... Well, I'm glad you stuck to it. Oh, yeah. No, it... I was worried that you were just going to text me the next day and be like, oh, never mind. No, and also, like, trying to figure out when uh, we were going to do all of this. I wasn't trying to say I wasn't... I was still thinking about it. I was just saying, like, I'm still trying to figure out my time. Time just worked out really well. Yeah, That's good. But, yeah, no, I... I was just being an asshole. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Um, it's like a job. No, that's that's very true. And also, I hit you up, so. Um, I was gonna say, I think, <clears throat> from what from what I remember, you growing up, um, you know how your your looks kind of develop a certain way as you're growing up. I, I think mine. I think I'm, I think I've probably fallen where I'm gonna where I'm gonna stop at the, this point. The cowboy shit. My looks. I, I just, like you. You got good looks. I just <laughs> he's nice, isn't he, folks? I'm, I'm I'm really glad that you didn't stay with a three days grace vibe. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> or, or me too. It turns out it was a phase. It was just a phase. <laughs> mm. I mean, to be fair, like I do like wearing flannels. I do like wearing five hundred ones because they're really comfortable, and I'm a wider person, so five hundred ones just fit nicer. I was gonna say, watching you grow up, you you uh, you you look. You you carry yourself and you wear, you clean up. Yeah, what the fuck I'm trying to say. I dress clean. I don't dress like a fucking scumbag or so, anything like so that. So people, like I, one of the things that I've kind of held high, I don't remember where I heard it. It was probably after high school, but at some point in time, somebody told me, um, carry yourself and present yourself the way you want to be seen. If you want to be seen as a professional, mm-hmm. then... If if I'm going to dress like this for the rest of my fucking life, like a fucking child with flat bills on, <laughs> then I'm going to clean it up as best as I can. Well, yeah. 100%. And I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure that my articles of clothing are fresh and clean. Mm-hmm. So if that's my style, then I'm going to do it right. If this is your style, you fucking definitely do it right because oh, you yeah. look fucking professional. Thank you. So, OK, that's the other weird thing, though. OK, so if I dress, if I dress down, like if I'm dressing like joggers and like a black T-shirt. Russian mafia. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> not not Adidas, um, or Adidas. Adidas. Adidas is the way they say it. Adidas. Um, <laughs> um, no, they. 
No, they um, like so if I dress down, mm-hmm. then I'm just dressing like a lazy Mexican. Then I get called a lazy Mexican a lot more. That's so bizarre. Um, if I dress like this, like this is a, this is a fucking clean shirt. Mm-hmm. This is this is a high quality fucking fantastic shirt. Yeah, it's a good looking shirt. I get called a cholo. So there's no winning in terms of whether or not I dress good or bad. Right. Like the but the better I dress, the more I just get called like a high profile gangster. Mm-hmm. And if I dress lower, then I get called a fucking thug. So there's no. I, I wore the first time I wore a flannel to my work to my work that I work here now. Um, my supervisor, who doesn't work here there anymore. Um, good for him. He he told. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you off record what happened. Yeah, we're not gonna. Um, <laughs> No hot miking on that one. God, I love um, it. <laughs> they uh, they told he he looked at me because I, I just wore a black and white flannel. Like it was it was cold outside, mm-hmm. it, but it wasn't like cold enough to wear a jacket. So I was like, well, I can just wear my flannel. Why not? Do 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 do. And when I go to work, he's like, "What are you, some type of thug?" Yeah, I'm dumbass. A fucking flannel. Well, the the white guys over there are wearing flannels. Why can't I wear a flannel? Did you have did did you uh, have glasses at this time? No, I just got glasses like in the last year. So the glasses really sets you apart. Probably. Okay, put them back on. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's so bad. I shouldn't make that joke. No, no, no. Okay, but okay. Here's a massive difference. Uh-huh. Like if if you know the person and like they're they're definitely okay and confident and like they can make the same jokes towards you as what you make towards them and mm-hmm. all of those like little nuances that are are extremely important. Then it's all acceptable. It's when I don't know you and you think immediately the right. best way. Draw your line, dude. Like, hey, man, we got to we, we gotta enjoy each other. We got to have a couple conversations. You got to know me a little more before we can just start making like little racy jokes because I got to know that you're actually being funny and not facetious. Yeah. yeah. Like it. There's there's a there's a lot of nuance in making jokes like that, and I I stay away from a lot of them because I understand. But uh, with that being said, like if I'm around you, like I kind of make a couple jokes. There, we all do. Yeah, we all do because it's a part of our lives. I'm honky in the family, <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I remember growing up, I would tell everybody that I'm a graham cracker because I don't know how to speak Spanish. Oh or, my god, you told people that. Well, everyone's making jokes about me. That is hilarious. If everyone's calling me a fucking beaner, I'm like, I'm not a bean. I'm a fucking graham cracker. Oh, my God. I love it. Like, you know how many times I got called a fucking coconut growing up? Coconut? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, my God. This is <laughs> this this episode is going to bring... I hope it doesn't bring any backlash, but it might. I mean, I just explained the whole reason on, like, which... Like, don't get me wrong. I'm never going to not stop not like stop working hard or like I my whole goal is to just like I I just I it's just bringing awareness to the fact that like you can't just make little offhanded comments and mm-hmm. maybe if you think something might be offensive it, it it probably would be um I think at the very at the very core of of this the preventative solution would be to just a uh, just respect people. I was just going to say just a little bit more respect, you know? Like, it, it until, really makes uh, a difference. Until you're on a personal level, then just maybe just don't. But it's like, okay, so... Maybe don't judge. And I actually have a really good example of that. But I, I have a good example of that, too, actually. You just reminded me of... So I went to California a couple of years ago, and it was just like... I went there with, with some... I went there with somebody, and they... My wallet... My watch just told me to keep walking, you fat fuck. Um, <laughs> you have been inactive for an hour. My, uh... 
I went there with I went there with uh, an old friend, and we were kind of just cruising around, looking at stuff like Hollywood Boulevard and all that. I had to get gas, and when I w- had to get gas, I went inside for like an energy drink or something. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I saw these two really big black guys, and my first thought was like, I am just gonna try to be respectful, mm-hmm. and. Just because I was in L.A. and I was thinking of, like, yeah, gang violence is kind of up right now. I don't want to be a fucking target. Whatever. Not my state. I don't know how people do it here. Mm-hmm. And one of them looked at me and was like, oh, excuse me, sir. Right. And, like, went through me and I was like, oh, you're, you're okay, dog. And I was like, oh, I'm more, they're, they're probably more scared of me at this point than I am of them. Right. Like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just fucking judged them. And that's when I realized, like, judging off of demeanor, not by, uh, not by looks. Mm-hmm. And that's also a large portion of it is, like, if someone's walking up to you and they look angry, probably be a little more cautious than the person that, like, if someone's wearing a hoodie, fucking, if they walk up be to a you, little more cautious about if, them. If there's purpose on the step, regardless of color. But if someone looking like they're just spacing out and it's kind of cold outside so they cut their hood up, that's a lot different. If someone's, like, fucking hooded down looking like a goblin chasing you. <laughs> goblin? Run away. Oh. Don't, don't fucking... Yeah, uh, last night, me and the me and my lady went out for for dinner, and we we're standing there trying to make our reservation or you know get in line or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I pulled out my phone, put my phone back in my pocket, my debit card went flying out, and I didn't know. Well, there was two dudes next to me. I shit you not, if I would not have had this experience, I would have automatically assumed cholos. Hundred percent. One of them's wearing a fucking rosary. Yeah. With face tats, and I'm like, I'm I'm cool because like, I know people of all walks of life. Yeah. And I don't assume that that person's gonna be an asshole, but you look a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drop my debit card, and one of the guys turns to me and he goes, "Hey, dude, drop your debit card." I'm like, "You son of a bitch." You're you're such a nice person. Great. Like- now I'm the asshole. But like, <laughs> no. But it's it's so you're, it's you're so gonna... it's so cool that regardless of probably possibly gang affiliation, even in fucking whites, that there is still a level of human involved. Oh, 100 percent. Well, it's okay. So a good a good way to explain a lot of stuff is like back in the day when there was like everyone had limited amounts of stuff and that's what everybody was wearing because like so for instance like you can use like black people or cholos or even white people mm-hmm. you were limited by what was in your neighborhood so if your neighborhood's only selling fucking dickies and cholo sh- and like charlie browns and like those the certain flannels and stuff mm-hmm. like that you're gonna wear that but also a lot of those people were just mechanics right and like oh, it, it's the same with black culture a lot of them like to wear like uh, they used to wear overalls and shit like that. They wore overalls because they were just blue-collar workers, too. They were. A lot of white people... Which are also, historically, harder workers. A hundred percent. Well, just blue-collar workers in general are fucking... They're definitely... I love the fact that blue-collar work is getting scarce, like, in terms of, like, people that want to do it. Tradesmen? Be, yes, I'm so glad that tradesmen is getting is getting more scarce because mm-hmm. that means I make more money for doing a, for doing a job that I just enjoy. Your position is not fillable as easily as it was. Nope. And so. you know what? It is my benefit now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys for choosing white-collar jobs. Those of you out there. Yeah, good luck. Keep working from home, pussy. 
probably shouldn't have said that. I'm not going to lie. I'm also scared for the robots because they're definitely going to take over eventually. This conversation took a turn. Well, what do you want to expect? Honestly, I'll be racist against robots. What are they going to do? Beat the living shit out of me? They're going to win. You can't be racist against robots. They have no... Is that a race? It it will be in like the next 50 years. Great. Oh, gray. That's what it is. Grays? Gray. That sounds... That's... Okay, that sounds... We just went sci-fi. I don't. I don't want sci-fi racism either. That's e- Elon. Please don't off I'm, me. I'm gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I will be as whatever new species of uh, grays interact oh, with a, us. That's an alien. I'm sorry. Yeah, the grays are the grays and the greens are aliens. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we just took another turn. Fuck. Also, if any any aliens are listening or if they're they're coming down, um. One, thank you for tuning into the Me vs. Me podcast. We appreciate your listening. Yeah. Two. Hope my radio waves um, make it or make it there. If you, as long as you guys come in peace, I will I will give you a nice little uh, tater tot casserole. Look, you see that scale right there on the Which screen scale? at yeah. the very beginning? Yeah. How, that's your laugh. The the it's gone now. The high pitched one. The it's the one that you you scale up <laughs> like that. <laughs> see, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> It was pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's very, uh, it's very cut. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, that's pretty good. You, you could sample that. Hell yeah, I could. That's oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Great TikTok. Here I come. I, I feel like my laugh is. Uh, I get told my laugh is contagious, and then I heard it on the last episode I was on, and I'm like, God, that sounds kind of annoying. I feel it. But like not as annoying as Burt Kreischer, but like more like you know his shit was funny in the beginning. I'm not bagging on Bert because I love Bert. I Bert's his, a great person. His laugh was funny in the beginning, but now every time he does it, I'm like, I have to take my earbuds off. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, they hurt. I'm like, can you breathe, breathe, breathe? Stop talking. And then like, whoops. And then um, no, like I I don't know. Like, I there's definitely a lot more uh, stories in which I've had to just. I, like I said, I've been called to the N-word a lot, and I don't know yeah, where... Yeah, that's, that's so bizarre. Uh, it's mainly, like, really, really, really white people. Like, like people that have, like, generational wealth that just, like, through nepotism becomes, like, another CEO of a company or, like, high-ranking managerial position. Mm-hmm. Like, people that just never really had to work or whatever. Money, um, money talks for them. Yeah, and so... I've noticed people like or just real down bad like mm-hmm. trailer park. Oh, just you can stuff say, like that. We're gonna like, talk about white trash. I'm fine with that. Yeah, like complete. And by the way, if you're just making it work, there's a way difference. Like it's there's ten degrees to everything, mm. and <laughs> and fuck me, man. They, they, I was there's an asshole for that one too. What ten degrees? No, no, continue. <laughs> but I'm like, move forward like nobody heard what I said. Uh, white trash. Yes. Oh, I heard it. Oh, that's why. I, that's why I brought up ten degrees. Of everything. Yeah, he's covered my ass. Um, again, I would just like to reiterate that we don't hate. We don't. I don't. Not. I don't. We don't. We're, we're not discriminatory. We're not anything like that. We we're just, not. <sighs> we're just open. Uh, we grew up in a very open family. Very diverse family with all different races, all different makes and models and years. So it's in our nature to make fun. So it really is that. And 
Don't don't cancel me. I'm sorry. But we're also not going to attack people without knowing them. Right. Like it's a whole different topic. It's I I know there was a kid that got way better grades than me and actually did like I think he has like a, a, a like a master's degree now. He had the craziest like southern accent. <coughs> and when I first met him, it was like freshman sophomore year. I thought he was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like wholeheartedly I was just like, yeah, he's southern. He, he's not smart. Um that that dude is fucking intelligent. Like they're smart. Did you know that the South has some of the, like, uh, what is that, highest-performing uh, universities? Yeah, I did know that. I can't specify, but I do know that. I don't, uh, yeah, don't quote me on any actual statistics, but. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's it's really interesting, though, like, to, like, look at, this sounds terrible, to look at someone and then, like, get to know them and notice that they're a way different kind of person. No, that doesn't sound terrible. And and regardless, I'm going to say it, regardless of what anybody wants to say or what kind of backlash I'm going to receive for this, um, not, like I would say like 95% of people read the cover of a book and assume they know the book. Well, yeah. It's you know what I mean? So, and then the, 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 the interesting point is what you learn after the fact, yeah. which is one of my favorite things, to be honest with you. Because if I make that mistake, I'm hoping to God that person is going to prove me fucking wrong. I get proven wrong a lot about people. <clears throat> yeah. I also... It's one of my favorite things. I'm also one of the... Except for Brandon. Brandon confuses the shit out of he, me. He looks the way he sounds, and he sounds the way he looks, so fuck that guy. I'm he, kidding. I love you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I love he, you, Brandon. Brandon's what? I, so, okay. Oh, God. I don't even think Brandon's going to listen to this, but like, if you do, like, fuck you, Brandon. I... <laughs> I uh Stetson's gonna tell him. I mean I kinda hope so. Mm-hmm. Um I think Sheldon listens every now and then too. I um mm. I uh shout out to Sheldon. What is it called? I um Oh yeah, no, he I'm gonna see him later tonight, so he's definitely gonna be like, Hey, thank you for being nice to me. I'm gonna continue being nice to you, Stetson, you're a cool person. But um Brandon he him and I have both kind of dated, like, the full spectrum of what you can expect out of, like, basic personalities and women. Mm-hmm. I, have to say, I have to specify women because I don't fucking know anymore. Um, I don't know what people assume anymore in their thought processes. Um, but we've both dated, like, the full spectrum of women from, like, chubby chaser uh, to, like, a really, really, like, anorexic skinny. Mm. And everything in between. And along with, like, personality, like, scene girl, scary Latina, mm-hmm. all of them. And uh, in doing all of that, he's he's settled on, like, women that look like linebackers. <laughs> you can't say that. Why not? I don't know. Very curvaceous women. Brandon did? Yes. Okay. Like, I, I I've figured it. If you ever find a, uh, if you ever find a, a a a a lady that is curvaceous and had like you know wide shoulders, mm-hmm. wide they're, be- hips, they're beautiful in their own right. 
I mean, they're they're not bad. I'll, I'll personally say, like, they're they're another flavor that I can get accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, Brandon fucking loves it. So if you find like a big titty goth bitch with uh, wow, I, I've been very uh PC for a while here, and you know, I'm this sorry. One, this one we might have to mark explicit. Uh, you might just because of the the context. There might have to be a trigger warning at the beginning of this one. Shit. Which you can put. Well, ju- we we did talk about a sensitive subject. But yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll edit that one in. If you can find a curvaceous country woman, that's okay with a blue collar man. He would fucking love you for it. Oh, he's in he's in need. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, he's a single guy. Oh, okay. He works a lot, so she has to be okay with the fact that he works a lot. He works a lot. He works at the fucking body shop. No, I'm kidding. I don't know where he works. I think he works like... I think he works like five or six tens. Or no, he works like five tens. Bitch. Five elevens. I'm only working eight hours right now. I'm honestly loving the shit out of oh, it. Oh, yeah. What's that like? Oh, my God. I'm not even being an asshole. I'm like... It's... <clears throat> I wouldn't know what to do with my time, it's dude. So, well, first off, I take a nap, and then I get all the things I need to do done. Like, I'll, I'll do my dishes, I'll clean my house, I'll do my laundry. Okay, you know what? I don't want to know. Just shut the fuck up. You know what's crazy about it? <laughs> I just installed a fucking lockbox today because I had free time. You free time? I had free time. Oh. Oh, my God. Hmm. Makes was, me want to unalive myself. I want to find a new term instead of that one. Because <laughs> I feel like everyone's using it, and it's unalive. Yeah, like it's been exploited. It's been exploited. I want to think of a new one. Um, commit adultery to a rope. Oh, what the fuck, man! <laughs> commit adultery to a rope. That's. I mean, you're not wrong. I guess if you think about it. Honestly, I'm, like I'm stick my neck in that hole. I mean, if you're into being choked, that would be a good way to go out. Just like. Have we're, a little diddle while you... We're not going to talk about these terms on here. Okay. No more diddle. Okay. Um, on that note... It's probably a good time to end. I think we've uh, we're, exacerbated this. We're, we're pushing our boundaries quite a bit. Yeah, we are. So, I'm... Yep. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, listening in on my little my little rant about people saying things to me. Um... This is definitely one time, if you made it this far, I would encourage uh, questions, comments, concerns, um, anything that you would want to add or any questionable material. I would rather hear it first than have this go the full distance and end in probably litigation. But we're not going to go that far, hopefully. Also, if, if you appreciate more rantiness... Like, for instance, if you enjoy, like, a more, like, a two-hour podcast as opposed to a one-hour podcast that's just cut and dry. Yeah. Like, if you enjoy the little, like, ADD rants that go on, if you if definitely... You, if you like the spicy, then not the spicy. That's a new word, don't, too. You've you been don't. listening to me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you, uh, if it, if you, if, if that's what entertains you, then feel free to let me know also. Um, and maybe we can make some episodes a little bit more edgy, whatever. I'm so down for edgy episodes. I know you fucking are, dude. You and Dustin. <laughs> Just fucking eating at me. Anyway, uh, questions, comments, concerns. Your input is welcome. Please send me your input. Uh, me versus me info at gmail.com. 
Me vs. Me Podcast on Facebook. Me vs. Me Pod on Instagram. Um, check it out. All the blips. Uh, hopefully soon video, bloopers. You can also check us out, obviously, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your local podcast. Working on YouTube still. That one's going to be a son of a bitch. So, anyway. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, have a good weekend. We love you. <laughs>